Today is Monday, January 22nd. The title for our devotional is The Grace Ahead. In our current campaign, we are going through the book of 1 Peter and unpacking his theme of becoming a resilient Christian. First week, we discovered that the Christian life is one of an elect exile and covenant relationship with God. Remember, he's writing to a group of Christians from Rome, likely, who had been uh, exiled or dispersed throughout regions of Asia Minor. Last week, we found that because God has caused us to be born again into hope and an inheritance, and he is preserving our salvation, we can then rejoice even in trials. In the broader section of 1 Peter, that is, all the way through 2.12, Peter's primary point is to link the Christians he is writing to with the people of God in the Old Testament. This week, we're going to cover 1.13 through 2.3. There are five main verbs in this section that divide up the text nicely for our five days of the week. So each day, we're just going to walk through one section at a time. So for today, uh, we're going to read verses 13, really just verse 13. All right. First Peter 1.13, Therefore, he says, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. The therefore here is linking what he is about to say to everything he has said in 1, 3 through 12. In our text for uh, these weeks, he is going to get into some pretty practical application of how Christians are to live. Yet before we move too quickly to the application, we must not forget the theology that it is built on. Uh, as pastor and New Testament scholar Edmund Clowney wrote in his commentary on 1 Peter, the imperatives of the Christian life always begin with a therefore. What he means by that is the practical applications of behavior and the way we live are built on the theology that comes before it. God has caused his people to be born again into a living hope and into an inheritance. He is preserving his people for his salvation ready to be revealed at the return of Jesus. Because of this, Christians should live a certain way. How we ought to live is what he's going to get into in these verses here. The first way Christians should live is to, quote, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is our first verb and the first of five main ideas in this section. The Christian hope is to be set on the grace of God at the return of Christ, when our inheritance will be received in full. This is in the new creation. So our hope is to be set on this. This hope is not a wish or a blind hope against all odds, as we tend to use the term today. It is a confident assurance of that which we long for. This assurance is rooted in the resurrection of Christ from the dead, as we talked about last week. That is, this living hope. So our hope is on solid ground. Our hope, he says, is to be fully or completely on the grace to be revealed in Christ. That is, not partially. This means our hope isn't to be partially in Christ and partially in our political system or political party. It isn't to be partially in Christ and our wealth. It isn't to be partially in Christ and our abilities to adapt and succeed. It is to be fully in Christ and nothing or no one else. Christ alone is where our hope is to be placed. We are to do this, he says, by preparing our minds for action by being sober-minded. This is my favorite example of why we need good English translations of the Bible. The Greek here is an idiom that literally reads, gird up the loins of your mind. <laughs> you didn't expect to hear loins in your Bible study this morning, did you? In this day, uh, the men would wear a long toga-like outer garment. Uh, not great for moving with haste, right? 
So before running, one would tie up their garment around their thighs to free up their legs. The modern equivalent of this phrase would be, roll up your sleeves. So he's saying prepare your minds for action and do that by being sober-minded. He doesn't only mean free from the effects of alcohol, although that is likely the figurative illustration here. He means showing restraint, moderation, avoiding excess and passion. He wants his audience to think with clarity and to show self-control. This he'll unpack in the verses that follow. For additional content today, I'd encourage you to read all of 1 Peter 1. Uh, really start at the beginning and read all the way through 2-3 to, to just refresh your memory on everything that he's talked about on the devotional page I've just linked you to 1.13 through 2.3. But you'll see where we're headed and remind you of where we've already been. Reflection time today. A resilient Christian has her hope solely in Jesus. Reflect on the other areas of your life where you tend to place your hope. Your family, your job, your wisdom and abilities, your political party, your financial investments, etc. Then reflect on the angst that you experience when those hopes fail you. Resolve today to put your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the return of Jesus. This will free you from the attachments to the things of this world and allow you to live more fully for the kingdom of God.